welcome back to another bonus episode of The Ride. This episode is brought to you by Horse and Rider On Demand, and today you're going to hear a clip from a Bud Lion On Demand clinic where he explains the definition of ranch riding and tells us what the judges are looking for when they judge the event. So if you want to hear more from Bud and our other experts, subscribe to Horse and Rider On Demand to get horse training videos and tips from top trainers of all Western riding disciplines. So look out for another bonus episode at the end of the month, and then we'll be back with our regular episodes in February. We have a lot of awesome guests lined up that you won't want to miss. So for now, here's Bud Lion. general i just want to start with uh, an introduction to ranch riding we're we're kind of considering today's uh course and tomorrow's uh work you know kind of a ranch riding 101 um so you know we're gonna start with the basics and then kind of work our way up there according to you know the horses and the humans um skill set and and whatnot but i just want to start i'm going to do something i don't normally do but i just think it's important um for those of you that have never actually read the the definition of ranch riding, I want to read that to you as um, the AQHA uh, rulebook describes it. And the reason why I think that's important is because I think ranch riding is a class that has really grown in popularity and is continuing to evolve. Um, but uh, you know, it was really intended um, you know to fit the spirit for which they created the class, and that was for horses that you know, you might see on an actual working ranch. And so while, you know, um, the ranch riding has has certainly continued to grow and has become extremely competitive, um, you know, I, I do want to read this definition to you so that you have an idea of exactly what <clears throat> the AQHA defined the ranch riding as they intended it to be. And I think it's a, it's a good all-encompassing definition. So you'd think I'd know it verbatim by now, but uh, I don't want to mess it up and misquote it, so I'm actually going to read it from the rule book. And the definition is as follows. The purpose of the ranch riding class is to measure the ability of the horse to be a pleasure to ride while being used as a means of conveyance for performing one ranch task to another. So what that means is, you know, essentially they would like to the ideal ranch horse to look like something you would want to ride, especially if you had to be on its back all day long. You know, uh, I'm certainly, you know, not working at the Four Sixes or the Tongue River Ranch or anything like that. Um, but for those gentlemen or, or those cowboys and cowgirls uh, that do, you know, they want a horse that is enjoyable to ride, that's, you know, to some degree comfortable to ride because they're going to be in that saddle for long periods of time. And they want something that is handy and that they can, you know, get uh, a full day's work uh, out of without too much hassle. So that being said, the next part of the definition reads uh, as this. The horse should reflect the versatility, attitude, and movement of a working ranch horse riding outside the confines of the arena. The horse should be well-trained, relaxed, quiet, soft, and cadenced at all gates. The ideal ranch horse will travel with forward movement and demonstrate an obvious lengthening of stride at extended gates. 
The horse can be ridden with light contact or on a relatively loose rein without requiring undue restraint, but should not be shown on a full drape of the reins. The overall manners and responsiveness of the ranch riding horse to make timely transitions in a smooth and correct manner, as well as the quality of the movement are primary considerations. So that's an important clause in that definition as well. We're talking about a horse that they want to see do these transitions as, effortless, as effortlessly as possible and with quality of movement as much as possible. The final sentence in the ranch riding definition per the rule book states, the ideal ranch riding horse should have a natural ranch horse appearance from head to tail in each maneuver. So what we're talking about there essentially are horses that we don't want to see look manufactured. We don't want to see them overbridled. They should not, in theory, be behind the vertical um, of that pole axis. Uh, their heads should not be excessively low, um, you know, specifically for long periods of time. Uh, we don't want horses that look like their, their gaits or their quality of movement uh, is man-made. We're looking for horses, again, to paraphrase, that you would be more likely to see on the working ranch, which is a more forward-moving horse that is pleasant to ride and has, you know, uh, hopefully a pleasant expression about doing their job. So, you know, um, again, I don't want to bore you with the minutia, but I do think it's important to understand why this class was created and what the, what the spirit of which it was intended um, was, was written and, and why they are particular about some of these things. Um, you know, we have a lot of different horses that come from different backgrounds in the ranch riding, and that is part of the popularity for the event. So you have horses that come from a reining background, you have horses that come from a cutting background, you have some horses that come from a cow horse background, an all-around background, um, and that has lent itself to, you know, some of the popularity because a lot of people uh, feel like they have an opportunity to play and, and compete and enjoy themselves and, and have a, a new avenue or, you know, a great fit for their horse and whatever background it comes from. Uh, Having said that, I'll segue into, you know, something that's, uh, you know, obviously important to me and I'm biased because this is partially how I make my living, but most of the horses that are here today come from a reining background and I feel like that gives you guys, you know, a definite advantage in some respects. Not that horses from other disciplines can't be, you know, highly successful and competitive in the ranch classes because that's certainly the case, but um, you know, I find that our horses that come that have reining, a reining foundation or have those fundamentals on them, um, you know, have a, a ton of body control and, uh, you know, have an understanding of collection and softness and frame and things like that, which I think make a transition into the ranch classes uh, easier to com compare to some of the other events, you know, that don't focus on those elements. Um, again, that's not to say that, you know, coming from a different background, those horses still can't be successful because they certainly can. But I do feel like, you know, a lot of you here today have horses that have a reining foundation on them. And I think that that makes it, uh, you know, in my experience, of course, you know, given my background, I'm going to say that. But I think that makes it an easier transition in some respects uh, for at least my program and what I like to see a horse do. The challenge can be when we're talking about horses that are reining horses or have been reining horses and you're transitioning to 
the ranch riding classes, um, you know, you have to teach them the nuances of the ranch riding. And stylistically, that can be a little different than what we see, you know, at some of the rainings. Uh, you know, of course, at the raining, you know, we see a lot of horses that tend to be very bridly, that uh, tend to go around very framed up, that tend to be very low headed. And obviously, you know, those horses are, are incredible athletes. They're capable of, of doing that. They're comfortable doing that a lot of times. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, from a reining perspective. Uh, but when you are transitioning a horse that has been taught to do that or, or has those natural tendencies, there are some nuances about the ranch riding that, you know, are, are different. And stylistically, you know, some of your ranch riding judges are going to want to see your horses carry themselves a little bit more according to what you would see in that definition that I just read from you. for tuning into the ride podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts follow horse and rider magazine on social media and find us at horseandrider.com if you guys have any questions or comments please be sure to hit us up at horse and rider at equinenetwork.com we want to hear from you guys and if you like what you're listening to be sure to leave us a review on itunes